This is the Sanctuary LA podcast. We are a real church for real people in the heart of downtown Los Angeles. Okay, so multiply. Uh, that's what this is all about. It's talking about multiply. When God wants to multiply, wants to bless you. And I just want to lay a foundation here. We're going to really talk about multiply in the coming weeks, but, but we're going to kind of end talking about that because I want to really lay a foundation of a perspective towards life. That this message today is how we should approach everything in life. Our perspective of our family, um, our jobs, our finances, our gifts, our church, our ministry, um, any our relationships, anything God has blessed you with, this is the approach. This is the way to approach life. I am going to give you a key that's going to empower you how to approach life the way God intended. All right? Anybody? anybody can I get an amen out there? Okay, talk to me here. You can talk back to me in this church as long as you're saying amen or something, all right? And so it's talk to me, church, all right? Um, and, and, and we'll get through this a lot quicker because I'll stay up here longer if I don't get amens from anybody. No, I'm fine. I'm just playing. You guys all right? All right. Here we go. Psalm chapter 24, verse 1. We're going to jump right into the multiply. Here it is. Uh, the earth is the Lord's. All right? And all its fullness. Or the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all who, the, all who those who dwell therein. I'm going to read it again. Psalm 24 verse 1. This is the foundation of your life right here. An understanding of what belongs to God. The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness or everything in it. The world and those who dwell therein. Okay? And I'm going to go to another scripture. Then we're going to talk about this for a minute. James chapter 1 verse 17. Let's read this verse. And you can probably see where I'm going already. Every, every, everybody say every. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Every good thing in your life, God did it. One way or another. And some of you are looking at me like, well, I worked hard for this. Yes, you did. But God gave you the ability to work. He gave you that gift so you could do it. Every. Somebody say every. Every, every good gift. Every. Everybody say every. every. Every perfect gift is from above. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm from above. <laughs> Look at somebody and tell them I'm a good gift. All right? And look back at him and say, I am a perfect gift. All right? This is the foundation. Some of y'all are laughing at each other. It's true, though. Look at your neighbor and say, I am perfect. <laughs> hey, don't hate, okay? I'm just saying what the Bible said. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. It's from above. Come on, husbands, that wife you got, she's from above. Come on, you single people that are in love, but you ain't married yet. She's from above. Comes down. I'm from above. And comes down. It comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning, meaning God doesn't change. And so this is the perspective of life right here. Church, let me preach to you here for a minute. Everything good comes from God. It belongs to Him. Everything in this world belongs to Him. That, that thing you're breathing called oxygen, you can't pay for that. Take a deep breath and say, thank you, Jesus. Come on, somebody. All right? Everything, everything in life. He, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So when we approach multiply, or we're going to talk about stewardship, we got to start this thing out right, that everything is God's to begin with anyhow. 
So this whole thing is God's first. All right, this whole thing. Let's, let's start this thing. That's where worship comes in. God, I worship you, creator of the heavens and earth. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness of Everything I have, my family, my kids, little Dominico, Giovanna, Crystal Gale, my house, where I live, my job. Lord, thank you. Every good gift and every perfect gift comes down. This ain't something that came from me. Not, not, I, I, even life itself has been given to me. I didn't make a decision to be here. God saw fit for me to be here. He saw fit for the, for the, for the parents that I had all that stuff. I, I am here. This is not my choice. This is a gift. And now how am I going to steward life itself? It belongs to God. Everything. Come on, somebody. This is healthy. For all you theologians out there, this is healthy theology towards life. Like, I believe that things will change in a community when people acknowledge that God is God and it belongs to him anyhow. So let's approach this thing with some sense and some wisdom and being careful about it because it ain't mine to begin with. Check this out. I'm accountable for how I treat my wife. Not because it's the right thing to do necessarily. It's because she belongs to God and I am stewarding this relationship. I am accountable to God with how I treat this woman. And I have apologized many times. Help me, Jesus. Just stretch your hands towards pastor. Say, help him, Jesus. I am stewarding this thing, this relation, this beautiful woman up here on this front row. My wife right here, I am stewarding this thing. This is, a, this is something I'm accountable to God. My kids, the outcome of my children, the way they act in society, I am accountable for their outcome. I can't determine everything, but I'm accountable once a while. When they're in my house, guess who has to answer to God for this? Come on, somebody. All right, I know I'm preaching good. You don't want to say amen. All right, I see how it is. Leave me hanging. Come on, y'all are, you all are stewards of this environment, people. Come on now. All right, there we go. All right. Thank you, Eric, in the back. Appreciate you back there, brother. Got some men of God around here saying amen. We'll be all right. But um, everything, so this is my first point. And I know this is really simple, but as we approach multiply, multiply is the result of something. Um, increase is the result of something. So we're going to talk about the cause of that. What causes that? And this is my first point, is that God is the owner. <laughs> All right, God is the owner. Everything. The earth is the Lord's, the fullest thereof. What if we approach people a certain way while well, God, God's in charge here? You know, they say, I can't just come up and try to control everything all the time. No, this is God's, this is God's, this is the earth is the Lord's and fullness thereof. Let me approach it with some wisdom and understand that when God owns it, he determines how things are distributed. And honoring God as the source of every blessing will change our life forever. Acknowledging God first. Well, I think we'd treat people different if we did that. If we approach, oh, wow, that's God's child. They might not be acting like God's child, but that's God's child, right? If we approach everything in our life, oh, that's God's. You know, maybe, maybe, I shouldn't go, maybe, I shouldn't go, maybe I shouldn't go buy those shoes today because that's God's money. Come on, somebody, say amen. <laughs> I know it's on sale, but just because it's on sale don't mean God said to buy it. That's not God's way of saying to buy something. It was on sale. Oh, man, I'm not going to get any amens from these ladies in here. <laughs> Come on, say amen. amen. It's okay. I'm not saying not to buy the shoes, okay? I, I myself, I like a pair of shoes. But, but, but what if we approach things like, well, this is God's. I'm stewarding this. This ain't even mine. I'm so, wait, 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 hold, hold, Lord, next time you want to go shopping, say, Lord, if it be your will. 
I'm just kidding. That's not one of my points. All you ladies, you ain't going to be at church next week. All right, no, but, but in all seriousness, it's God's. Let's approach things like that. This is God's. The, the place you work, man, God gave you that job. That's sacred. That's holy ground. God gave you that. Right? How do you approach it? How do, we, how do we approach these things with the right heart and the right spirit? All right? Once again, if we honor God as the source of every blessing, it will change our life forever. And sometimes, I, I, I'm here to tell you, it's easy to lose sight of God's blessing sometimes. Isn't it? It's easy to lose sight of how good he's been. You know, when we go to the store with my kids, I have a three-year-old son and a five-year-old girl. And we tell them before we go into the store, today we are looking at the toys. Because <laughs> I am the owner in that situation. And so I'm going to determine how it's distributed. Somebody say amen. So, and if, so, so that's something my wife just caught on to. Hey, if we're not going to buy them anything today, we need to tell them what the context is when they walk into it. Why, somebody say stewardship. And so, and so, um, so when we have that conversation, it's clear. You can play with toys. You can find the ones that make noise, even though we're not going to take them out of the box yet. Any parents out there? They always want to go through the toy section, okay? And so we determine, God as the owner is going to determine, we want to acknowledge the, what structure he's given to us, the things you're stewarding. Think about the things in your life. You could sit there right now and you can make a list of all the things you're stewarding, your job, your finances, your relationships, your home, your, uh, you know, your family, um, your extended family, whatever it is, that, your gifts, your abilities, those things that God has placed on the inside of you. These are the things that we approach God and say, God, these are really yours. Thank you for allowing me to live this life. Help me, God. Give me wisdom on how to uh, steward these things well. Stewardship, here's my second point. Stewardship is a mentality, an approach towards life itself that God, thank you for this. Give me wisdom on how to appropriate it. We as a church, and I'll share this with you, we as a church, we approach finances, and there's three things, and you can apply this to your personal life. I shared this with our leaders this morning. There's, there's a principle we approach finances as a church. Number one is we're only going to invest in what our mission is. Invest meaning spend, okay? It's just a word we use. We only invest in our mission, in our vision, and our values as a church, as an organization. If something could be good, but it's not in our mission, we're not going to put money there because it's not in our mission. It'd be surprising. Good stewardship, I would say 80% of good stewardship is saying no to the thing that doesn't fit. Is saying no. I'm telling you right now, healthy stewardship of anything is saying no to the things that might be good, but it's not necessarily God in this season. So it's one of the things we do. We only invest in mission, vision, values. Here's the second one is um, we only use cash for operational and ministry expenses. I was, this is in my notes, but I'll just tell you, this is, this is stewardship in a really practical way that we do not use credit cards or consumer debt as a church. I cut those up some time ago and had a little dance in the office and people thought well, I was a little extreme, but that's fine. <laughs> but the stewardship, somebody say stewardship. Now, I'm not getting down on anybody. If you, I'm not trying to get into that thing and where you're at. I'm not trying. I'm just saying we as a church just, you know, this is stewardship to us. Really simple is, um, is we only invest in mission, vision, 
and we only use cash for any operational or ministry um, expenses. Okay, and so so that's stewardship. So so what is your list, right? What is the, what are those things that you are stewarding that God has put into uh, your lap as a person? As a, as, a, as a married couple, as a parent, as um, a business owner, whatever it is, you are stewarding something God has given you. All right? And so once again, God is the owner. It's all about perspective. And that's why I wanted to lay this foundation today in the beginning of the series is God is the owner. When you approach it that way, it will change your behavior. We approach things as God is the creator. He put me here. He gave me this spouse and these children and this place to live and this job. God is the owner. All right? And so it's a mentality and an approach towards things. And we as a church, even the way we manage our resources is very important to us. And the way we approach that, we've, we've, we've seen as a result of approaching things with a, simply, uh, a simple stewardship approach, even towards resources as a church, we've seen things change for the better. And it gives us options to live out what God has called us to do. Amen? Hallelujah. All right. Um, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. Here we go. What was my first point as you're turning there? My first point was? God is the owner. What was my second point? Stewardship is a mentality. It's a mindset towards things. Okay? Here we go. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. If you're there, say, I got it. Has each one, look at your neighbor and say, that's me. All right, come on, participate with me here. Look at your neighbor and say, that's me. All right, look at somebody else and say, that's you. As each one has received a gift, all right, we talked about this a lot last, last month, but as each one has received a gift, minister it or serve with it. As each one has received a gift, serve with it. We're talking about stewardship. Talking about multi- We're not even talking about multiply yet. But as each one has received a gift, every person in here has a gift. I don't know what it is for you. You have multiple gifts. There's something God put in you, and God is saying, serve somebody else with it. Stewardship. We're talking about multiply. We're not at multiply yet. But, but if you got something, and God doesn't want... God, that is, what God gave you is not a trophy. What God gave you is not a trophy. Check me out. I'm gifted. I'm talented. I got skills to pay the bills. No, that's not a gift. It's not a trophy. It's not a trophy. You know what it is? It's a towel over your arm to serve somebody. That's your gift. Your gift is a towel. Oh, oh you're so gifted and talented. So, so how many people have benefited from your gift, from your towel? How many people are better off as a result of getting around you because of your gift? Come on, somebody. Right? It's a towel. It ain't, it ain't a trophy. Look at me. No. How can I help you? How can I pick you up? What, you know what? I got more than enough. I got so, I got so much. I got a towel. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clean you up. Come on, somebody. It's a towel. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another. See, that's community right there. That's community. I got people. There's people in our community that said, man, I want to be a connect group leader. They just put the towel on here. I'm here for you. Moses was like, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take y'all on a hike. That's, that's Moses' towel. Come on. Come on up here. Come on up. Come on up to the mountaintop. Right? All right. And, and Jen's got her connect group. My wife got, they, they put the towel. They're like, look, I'm gifted. I'm talented. I got something to offer. Here we go. I'm going to serve somebody with this. I got so much in me, I can't just keep it to myself. 
Amen? And so once again, as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another. Stewardship. As good stewards. As good stewards. Good stewards of the manifold or multifaceted grace of God, meaning there's all kind of gifts and abilities that God has distributed as the owner to the body of Christ. And you got some of them. And God's like, be a good steward of what I put on you. And the way you can show and see if you're being a good steward is somebody else in your world is benefiting from you. That you are the benefactor when it comes to your gift. We are the beneficiary receiving a gift, but then we turn around and we now are the benefactor. All right? All right? So once again, I'm going to read it one more time. As each one, as each one, each one in here, each one, everybody, each one. Just like my wife said, freedom isn't just for a select few. Freedom is for everybody. And each one is gifted. Each one has received a gift. Minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. And I'm going to give you a definition of this word minister. It really means this. It means to kick up dust because you're so quick to serve others. It means you, you just, that's what it means. It comes from a Greek word that means to kick up dust because you're, you're going to serve somebody and, and, and it causes dust to come up, okay? So the purpose of gifts is, is to serve others with them. I know this is really simple here. And good stewards, this is good stewards here, good stewards give to others what God has given them. And don't let the devil lie to you saying you're not gifted. That is a lie from the devil. And don't hide underneath that either as an excuse to not be active in the kingdom of God and in your life. Do not let the devil lie to you. You are gifted. You are breathing. You're a human being that Jesus died for. He put something inside of you that is unique and special and specifically you. And God is saying, make somebody else's life better with it. All right? And I know we're, we're not necessarily talking about spiritual gifts specifically, but that is part of stewardship, that your life, your life ought to make somebody else's life better. Amen? All right, here we go. Here's my third point. What was my first point? God is the owner. Second point? Stewardship is a mentality. And my third point is, is we are the managers. We're just managing, right? I'm just, my, these kids I have came from God. I'm just managing um, their lives in this season. And then once they're of age, see y'all later, come over for Christmas. You know what I mean? Um, they're probably going to want to hang around a little longer than I would want. But I am, <laughs> my wife's like, <laughs> um, all right. I think that's just the goal of parents. You know, you want your kids to kind of, Get out there and, right? Am I right? Am I the only one? <laughs> All right. So we are the managers. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4. All right. God is the owner. We, uh, stewardship is a mentality, and we are the managers. You're managing something God has given you. 
You are stewarding it. And that's what the word steward means. As you're turning to the scripture here, that's what stewardship means. It really means the manager of somebody else's house. That's what, back in those days, they'd have stewards, and they would go off and work, and you'd have somebody managing their house for them. Isn't that something like, in this day and age, on a, in a spiritual level, the kingdom of God, we are managers of the house of God. We really are. We're managing um, God's house. And if you want to even put it on a more personal level, you are the house of God. So you are stewarding this house. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are stewarding. You are managing something that innately belongs to God himself. 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 4. Here we go. But as we have been approved, everybody say approved. Okay, as we've been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God who tests our hearts. And so I'm going to read it one more time. But as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God who tests our hearts. But we have been approved, approved. And really what that word there means, it means to approve by testing. So as to show what is good and acceptable, to reveal the good in us. And so God always will bring you, this is stewardship here in a nutshell, and we're going to get to multiply in a second, and then we're going to dismiss. But stewardship is God's method of taking you through a process so he can put more on you to steward. That's how God operates. It says here that we've been approved or tested to prove the good that's in us. Not tested. Approved doesn't mean tested so you fail. Tested so you fall away. But God, but as we have been approved or tested so that God can bring out the good in us. But we must be tested. There is a process by God. So we could be entrusted, entrusted. That's what we're actually going to call this series. Another word, entrusted, is because God has in, will entrust more to you as you're faithful with what you have. As we're faithful with what we have, God will entrust more to us. God always brings us through a process so we can be strengthened to steward more. All right? And so, but as we have been approved, and everything God uses, He blesses and breaks, and then He multiplies. And this is what I want to get to, and we're going to dismiss here in a moment. But everything God uses, He blesses it, He breaks it, and then He multiplies it. If you think about the Last Supper, when He was there with His disciples, He took the bread, and in the book of Matthew, it says He blessed it, he broke it and he gave it. If you look at Jesus on the cross, he was blessed by the Father when he was baptized. said, this is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. He blessed the son. He broke the son. And then he multiplied the son and brought many sons to glory. Everything God touches, he blesses, he breaks, and he multiplies. If you ever look at the, just the kingdom of God, a seed, the Bible says the kingdom of God is like a seed. And the Bible says that unless a seed falls into the ground and die or be broken, it abides alone. But if it's broken, if it dies, it produces much fruit. So the kingdom of God, God's process for our lives is always, I'm going to bless you. 
I'm going to break you, and I'm going to multiply you. And, and I asked my wife this. I said, hey, babe, what, what is something that you feel like that, that God has broken you? In a sense, she was like, when I married you, he broke, no, I'm just kidding. She didn't say that. She didn't say that. She, she didn't say that. No, I said, hey, what's something for real? Because you talk about brokenness. You're like, man, what does that mean? And, and you know, the Bible says a, a broken and contrite heart God will not despise. And, and, and he, and what she told me was when she stepped up and said, yes, okay, um, I'll be a pastor. Like that was a breaking process for her. That, that, you know, and th there's three things I want to tell you right now. If you're taking notes, there's three things that I believe that God will break in our life. And number one is pride. Everybody say pride. Has God ever broken your pride? Pride. Okay. Pride is something that God breaks. For multiplication to happen, many times pride must be broken so we can be multiplied. Another one is preoccupation. Things we're preoccupied with, God will break so that we, he can produce more in us. Our pride, our preoccupation. Here's a third one. Our plans. Has God ever changed your plans? Yeah. Anyone? <laughs> yeah. Our pride, our preoccupation, and our plans. And we want to get to multiply. But God's like, I got so much in you. Like a seed has how many trees inside of it. But for those trees to come forth and the fruit to bless those that partake of it, that seed must be broken. For Jesus to produce many sons to glory, his body had to be broken. And so for, that's how God breaks before he multiplies. All right? All right, here's my last scripture. In Matthew chapter 14, verse 19. I know this isn't a shouting message, but, but what to do with what God gives you? Is, is God's process is always going to be blessed break and multiply. Bless, break. Even, even if you look at a marriage, their, li their singular lives are broken. And they come into unity of one. And the two lives being broken, it produces a much better life. I enjoyed single life, but I enjoy married life much more. All right, but check this out. This is when Jesus fed the 5,000 with the two fish and five loaves of bread. Then Matthew 14, verse 19, we're going to close with this scripture. Then I'm going to ask the ushers to prepare. Um, we're going to receive our, our Heart for the House offering uh, for our new kids' space. Um, Matthew 14, verse 19, then he commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass, and he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke and gave. He blessed, he broke, and gave the loaves to the disciples, and the disciples gave to the multitudes. So here is something that they gave Jesus what they had. Limited in the, in, the, in the purest sense. It was limited. It wasn't enough. God will take what you have Bless it, break it, and it will multiply. All right? And so here is what stewardship is in a nutshell. It's submitting to God's hand, allowing God's process to take place, and coming out the other side with more than you started with.
Everything God wants to do in your life. I believe there's, I'm sure there's story upon story in here of people that have um, given God your pride, your plans, and your preoccupation, and you've seen God do something supernatural on the other side of that. Thank you for listening to the Sanctuary LA podcast. Tune in again next week, and stay awesome and be blessed.